number one eight seven seven eight silver to get a hold of the guys here at the Real Money Show anytime you want to grab the investor kit at the Precious Metal Advisor GuildhallWealth.com is the website and we will get into the uh, diamond segment a little later on but I want to uh, give you a heads up on this one uh, right till the end of the year when you purchase a pink diamond with Guildhall you receive a pair of diamond stud earrings uh, again till the end of the year more details on the website for that one Jeremy how you doing pal I'm doing great thank you good what, so- what is happening. Well, we've had a, a little up and down week in precious metals. Uh, not a whole lot to talk about. Silver traded around the $19 level, went slightly down below and is holding that pretty steady. Silver, uh, sorry, gold went uh, a little bit down as well, but still holding above the $1,300 mark quite comfortably. And so, you know, not too much to talk about in the precious metal market in terms of, well, we didn't have a crazy 5% up week, but they are holding very steady. And of course, the the, the big news, the bigger news was more that the, the Dow came down significantly this past week and uh, as well. You know, I'm just not quite sure why the Fed keeps talking. They just need to stop talking. Stop. <laughs> Yellen needs to go to, to all of her cronies at the other f- feds uh, around, around uh, the United States and just say, please, stop talking. <laughs> Every time we threaten a rate hike, the market tanks. It might be better if we just shut up, but they probably won't. And every time, the more they talk, the more people realize it's talk. And at the end of the day, people are getting more concerned about their portfolios. And when I say people, I'm talking about analysts, heads of companies, major heads of investment firms are all starting to look towards owning physical hard assets in their portfolio. Now, I think going forward, there's going to be more of a distinction being made between assets being held in your portfolio and physical assets being held in your portfolio. Do you want to own ETFs? Well, that's exposure to the market. Do you want to own mining stocks? Well, that's exposure to the market and could could do great, but it's not physical. And it's what physical precious metals can do in a portfolio that demonstrates uh, perfect hedges. Uh, We put on our uh, LinkedIn group this week, just a snapshot off of off of goldprice.org, what gold and silver have done in the past 16 years. And it just shows to demonstrate silver, for example, in the last 15 years is up 312% in US dollars, which shows that it is a great hedge against devaluing currencies. Now, are you getting that kind of return off parts of your portfolio currently? If it needs, it demands that you pay attention to your portfolio and say, "Well, do I have those hedges, or am I just in just in paper denominated investments like bonds or stocks and the like?" One eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. The interesting thing is, uh, Jeremy, as we're taping this show on Thursday, um, the obviously the unim. The jobless claims came out this morning. Um, there was a thousand less jobless claims in the states, but that's still a lot, and it's still you know the early part of September. Um, you know you're not going to need too many uh, swimming pool lifeguards uh, in October and November. <laughs> so I think you know there are going to be a lot more people going on jobless. But the retail sales came out uh, this morning in the U.S. They were predicting 0.1 percent decline, and there was a 0. 3% decline. Right. And what happened is we had a little jump in silver this morning. Silver went from, you know, basically $19 to 1920, and then we had a pullback down to 1880. Everybody is waiting for the Fed announcement, are they going to 
increase interest rates. So everything is just waiting. It's a lull in the market. And we expect, I think right now, there's about an 18% chance they're going to raise rates. With the stock market not doing very well, retail sales are obviously down. And on the retail sales, you know, they don't take into consideration things like automobiles. And right now, automobiles are suffering in the States. There's an awful lot of bad loans on these zero interest car loans. Um, They don't take gasoline and they don't even take food into account. So, you know, the figures are a little smudged. But we're looking right now, the ratio between gold and silver, uh, it's at 69 to 1. That means for every 69 ounces of silver you buy, you get one ounce of gold. Um, Over since the beginning of uh, basically historical times, biblical times, silver traded at 16 to 1 to gold. In 1971, it was 16 to 1 to gold. We've been as high as 80 to 90. Right now, 69 to 1. In actual fact, silver is more precious than gold right now. All the gold that was ever been mined is above ground, whether it's in jewelry, whether it's in bar form, whether it's in false teeth or whatever. It's still above ground. Whereas silver is being used up at an increasing rate, um, the They used to be hordes of silver, and that's being used up. Everything today that we use in manufacturing, whether it's cell phones, whether it's flat screen TVs, uh, whether it's solar uh, panels, all takes silver, and it's being used at an incredible rate. So silver is really, really undervalued. And and talking about manufacturing, I'm curious to as how much manufacturing China is doing these days. I'm going to start researching that this week because... I don't think people are buying as much. Uh, unemployment numbers aren't good in the States. I don't know how much people could be buying uh, amazing things, mm-hmm. um, electronics and the like. I mean, uh, if if things are, are that great. And it's really what I find really interesting, especially with this election, uh, election cycle, is you hear these great things that the economy is doing so well. And then I go on to Zero Hedge or another site and I see the exact opposite. And someone isn't telling the truth. Right. And it's very difficult to find out what what is happening. But we do see in prices rising all over the place, companies trying to um, get better profits going. Here's an interesting article. This came out uh, a couple months ago. But do you know what the the debt to GDP is in, in China? I would have no clue. It's 250% of GDP. That's massive. I mean... This is this is big news, and no one's talking about it. The fact that they could have that much debt to GDP is phenomenal, and you wonder why people are looking to protect themselves. Now, protecting your portfolio is not rocket science. You just need to own some hard assets, and you need to own them outright. Mm-hmm. You need to have them secured, and you whether that's art, whether it's owning owning real estate outright. Um, or at least being able to comfortably pay off that mortgage, or it's owning physical gold and silver. For us, what we see is that people really, really like the idea of holding physical precious metals in their RSPs because this is an aspect of most people's portfolios that do often go ignored. And so it doesn't take a lot to look at your portfolio and say, okay, what's making money? Because silver is up over 30% this year, Gold is up over 20% this year. Do I have 
do I have parts of my portfolio that I could rearrange here and look for protection? So it's very easy to put gold and silver in your portfolio. Yeah, but also, Jeremy, we're not talking, we're talking about physical gold and silver. We're not talking about stocks. We're not talking, you know, ETFs uh, where, you know, is there product or isn't there product? We're talking about physical product that you can visit and hold in your hand uh, and be put into a safe, secure depository that's IROC approved, where it's segregated, allocated, and the bar numbers are given to you where you can actually physically check off the product that you own. That's the way you own gold and silver. You don't want paper products. You know, we don't sell futures or options on futures, ETF certificates, or the equity market. We sell the physical product. At Guildhall, you can go to our website, guildhallwealth.com, right-hand corner. You can go to our e-store. You can buy physical product. You can take it home, immediate delivery. You know, whether you want to buy one-ounce bars of silver, 10-ounce, 100-ounce bars, Royal Mint product, or whether you want to buy gold, one-ounce, 10-ounce kilo bars of gold, it's available for you to pick up and take home. If you don't want... To be wor- if you are worried about security and where am I going to put this, you know, silver, 1,000 ounces weighs approximately 70 pounds. You don't want to be lugging 5,000 ounces of silver that weighs 350 pounds up and down your basement stairs and putting it in the basement or burying it in the back garden. You want to put it in a safe, secure location that your product's going to be allocated, segregated. Again, the bar numbers given to you. If you can't get out to the depository, we can even do a video audit for you so you can actually check off your bars they're brought out and you can check off your product one eight seven seven eight silver is that number and guildhallwealth.com anytime is the website yeah and if people are are interested in learning where the prices of gold and silver could be headed we'd encourage you to join the uh, subscribe to the precious metal advisor newsletter that comes out once a week so you can read some of the articles that that us at guildhall are reading or that we're reading at Guildhall, and it's it's very informative. We curate it once a week so that we're picking out four or five of, of the most intriguing articles that we're seeing, and it gives you a sense of where this market could potentially go. Just as an example, well, where can silver go? Well, we know in 1980 when it went to $50 an ounce, which was at that 16 to 1 ratio Paul was just talking about, and gold hit 1 to 1 to the Dow, there was there was over 3 billion ounces of silver above ground. I believe it was actually 4 billion ounces above ground. The population around the globe was just over 3 billion people. And the only people involved in that market at the time was North America and Western Europe. Today, we have less than a billion ounces of silver above ground. Where did it go? Well, it's in your your new iPhone 7 that you're about to buy. It's in your iPad and your television at home, it's in your light switches, it's in your it's in your uh, washing machine, it's in your microwave, it's in your car. And there's over 7 billion people on the planet all wanting the same things now, or at least in China with a budding middle class, in India, in Russia, you know, the Eastern, Eastern Europe's opened up since, since 1980. They're all now you've got less than a billion ounces above ground. You've got over 7 billion people on the planet, and they're all vying for this one resource. So how long can it go before we're out? That's why, and if, if we look in, in Canada, just as an example, or just at our co- 
just at the microcosm of my desk, we know that people are buying 10,000 ounces at a time. When in actual fact, the, the globe can only handle one-seventh ounce per person. So we know that it, when the scramble comes to get involved in this market, there will definitely be a shortage. And we also know that it's just plain market psychology that more people are going to buy at a higher price than would ever buy it at a lower price. And with silver, it seems very simple. How many stocks are trading at $20? Right. Right? I mean, if you think about popular stocks, they're all trading significantly higher than that. So where do you go for value? And that's the whole point. So in the next segment, we're going to talk about understanding the value of precious metals and why, again, it's all about protection and growth. The thing is, if you're buying a stock, and some of the stocks you know, are trading 15, 18 times next year's earnings, well, if you take an ounce of silver, let's call it $20, if you, would you pay 18 times earnings on that ounce of silver? So would you pay you know, $360? Because that's what it looks like to me. Silver is really underpriced. It's undervalued. Um, we think there's more upside than downside. To get into owning gold and silver, if you're looking at a TFSA or an RSP, Perfect timing for a TFSA. Right now, you can put 46500 into a TFSA if you've never owned one and you're over 26 years old. Great time to buy silver's trading. Again, you know, $19 US an ounce, a great, great price. As I said, there is more upside than downside. The beauty is as well at Guildhall, we partner with Questrade. They're the custodian of your account. They're doing all the paperwork. We're doing the purchasing and a part, part of the administration, making it very easy for you to get into this investment. For every $5,000 that you invest in an RSP, a TFSA, uh, a Lira, any one of these retirement plans, we will give you one gram of gold completely free from Guildhall just for you know putting your money in and partaking. Your product is secure, it's safe, it's allocated, segregated, it's insured uh, for over a million dollars for each client. So this is a great opportunity. Give us a call. We're going to be having a seminar very shortly uh, for RSPs and TFSAs, a workshop to show you how to get into this. But give us a call at Guildhall and get some information. The price of silver and gold right now, I think, is on the way up. All starts with that phone call, one eight seven seven eight silver and guildhallwealth.com. Lots more coming up. We'll get an article that Jeremy uh, just sent me. Very cool. You'll stick around for that. In the meantime, uh, go to the website, call the phone number. Lots more of The Real Money Show coming right up. Talk Radio, AM640. The number one eight seven seven eight silver and guildhallwealth.com is the website you want to go to. The Precious Metal Advisor, the Investor Kit, it's all available there. And as Paul mentioned in the last segment, uh, if you're investing in, a, in an RSP account, whether TFSA, RSP, RESP, for every $5,000 U.S. invested in that account, you will receive one gram of gold courtesy of Guildhall. More conditions and uh, stuff like that can be had on the website. Jeremy. Yeah, so we're going to talk about this article that came out this week from um, uh, that Zero Hedge, Paul, yeah. on Zero Hedge mm-hmm. that Paul Singer was talking on CNBC. Um, just to read the first paragraph for our listeners to get a, a gist of what this article is about. Yeah. He said, having warned that, quote, the ultimate breakdown from this environment is likely to be surprising, sudden, intense, and large. Elliott Management's Paul Singer slammed the quote-unquote, amazing arrogance of policymakers who have created a tremendous increase in hidden risk, risks that investors don't exactly know. As CNBC notes, Singer issued cautionary words 
for the path ahead. It's a very dangerous time in the global economy and global financial markets, adding that gold was underrepresented in investors' portfolios. What, is, what does that basically mean in a nutshell? I get the gold part, though. Well, uh, he goes on to talk about in the article that basically central bankers are arrogant and don't necessarily know what they're doing. So uh, to me, it's talking about distortions. And this is a this is a theme you're starting to hear in even the mainstream media more and more. This idea that you mess around over here, it's going to cause distortions over there. You know, for example, is the economy doing great? Low interest rates mean people can borrow more money and buy houses. Okay, so the housing market's doing well. Does that mean the rest of the economy is doing well? Don't know. So you've got a distortion there. And so he's showing that there are lots of distortions. And uh, actually, there was another article that, out this week. We have to put it in, the, in our newsletter that talked about it's been ten year, almost 10 years since Lehman Brothers uh, claimed bankruptcy or had right. to be bailed out. Not bailed out, uh, claim bankruptcy, and how many how many interest rate drops have been since then? Because it was close to three hundred. Um, but it's it's the fact that no one wants to talk about the risks in the economy. No one wants to talk about the risks that could happen, and that we do know that when things happen, they do happen very swiftly. Are you prepared for that to happen, or are you happy to just keep going along with the stock market again that's already been at all time highs? hasn't performed amazingly well in the last 15 years. If you think that it started, uh, you know, gold's performance has actually done much better than the Dow's performance over the last 15 years. And so it's just a question of how much longer can this keep going. And so you want to look at precious metals again as a, as a way to say, okay, I'm hedged. Do you have insurance? You know, we don't, we hate to use it, but if, but if, if something goes wrong, you're happy you had it. And in this case, because gold and silver are so undervalued, there's such a potential for growth as well. You know, you, you mentioned interest rates, and he said further down the article that with roughly $15 trillion of the major central bank balance sheets, with all these rates that are crazily low, even below zero, you have a very delicate situation which cannot be solved by a sledgehammer. You need some finesse in there as well. Well, the, the thing as well is you've got to look at this poor singer. He runs a $27 billion hedge fund. He's got skin in the game. Big he time. has investors. He has people to answer to. When you have the Fed, you've got all these talking heads, all these governors of all these different Feds. They don't have skin in the game. It doesn't make any difference. Whatever they say, do they care whether the markets go up or down? They're only interested in their paycheck every week. They're not managing anybody's money. They're managing supposedly the public's money. It doesn't happen. You have to start taking care of yourself. You work hard. You know, to get ahead, your capital, as Jeremy said, is an insurance policy by owning a little gold. We're not telling everybody to go out and take everything they own and put it into gold and silver. Far from it. All we're saying is you should have 10, 15, 20 percent as an insurance policy for thousands of years. And in that article, by the way, you know, gold, gold has been proved to be a currency that's stood the test of time. You know, for hundreds of years, or even the last hundred years, people are still diving for Spanish galleons that, you know, lost gold at sea. They're still diving for it. Want it. In World War II, you had ships leaving England to go to Europe with wages, salary for their soldiers, which was in pound notes. Do you see anybody diving for paper money? It is a fiat currency. Fiat currencies eventually go south. 
Hard assets is something that you need in your portfolio just as an insurance policy. Let's say everything is rosy, everything is great, then it's fine. You've got 10, 15% of gold and silver. Right now, gold is trading at $1,320, $1,325 an ounce Canadian. You know, in, in uh, US rather, in Canadian funds, you know, you're looking at $1,730. So at a high of 2011, gold was $1,930. We're not down that much. And the same thing with silver. Silver is trading at $19. In Canadian dollars, it's $25. You've held in there. You've, you've, currencies have weakened. There's a devaluation across every currency from the euro, from the pound, uh, for the Swiss franc to the Australian dollar, Canadian dollar. All the currencies have weakened against the U.S. dollar. Why is the U.S. dollar so strong? Well, it's the best house on the worst street. And that's where people are thinking, look at Japan, negative interest rates. And yet everybody keeps on following the yen. I don't get it. Sooner or later, you know, the S is going to hit the fan. And when it does... You need to have a hard asset like gold and silver because it's real money. One eight seven seven eight silver and online to guildhallwealth.com. And and what's interesting about currency devaluations is you can see it in in an example like Brexit where the British pound lost value right away, a large drop, and you could see it. But for most currencies, it's it's a slower process and happens over time. If you think about the Canadian exchange. You know, last year we were at 106, 107, um, and then as of January of last year, I believe we just started sliding. And by the by the summer, it was 1.30 plus. And the fact is, is that if you if you'd owned gold in your portfolio, you hedged against that that decline in the Canadian currency against against the U.S. dollar. Now, when I have conversations with people every day, I say, "What's gonna What's gonna?" Because people say, "Well, I don't want to pay that exchange rate to own gold and silver." Well, what's going to happen for that exchange rate to go to par? I don't think that's going to happen for a long, but, long time. But here's, here's the thing. What can make it go to par? That means either the Canadian dollar has to get strong. Well, it's got to go to 150 a barrel. Anyone, anyone listening right now, I encourage you to go look up a chart, oil, Canadian dollar. And you will see that where oil goes, the Canadian dollar goes. So... Either oil starts to run up and and Canada gets uh, gets the oil sands going again and, and we start making money, mm. environmental issues aside, or the U.S. dollar loses value. And what are the chances of the U.S. dollar losing value? Now, it depends which, which side of the fence you're on. Are you, things are okay, you know, we're wearing, we're, we're Pollyanna-ish about it, or we're concerned about it. And if the thing that's going to happen, though, is, what we see is where the U.S. dollar goes is going to directly reflect the price of gold and silver. So if the U.S. dollar gets strong, you see gold and silver lose pricing. And if the U.S. dollar gets weak, you see gold and silver rising in price. So if we're waiting for an exchange that's comfortable and it's at, at par... Well, you could have a much, much higher price of silver on your hands. And so the question is, is do you buy silver, for example, at $27 an ounce, right, with premiums included, or do you wait till it's $50 an ounce, but we're at par? Everybody dives in late, right? They want to see it go up. Well, the point I'm making is that 
Exchange rate is not the issue. It's the declining currencies. And you have to consider it in your own currency. I mean, when I go to a bookstore, I don't, I, I look at the back of the book and it's $18 Canadian, but it's $12 US. <laughs> that's, that's what we deal with. Yeah. But I can either read the book and educate myself or not. In this case, I can buy the precious metal and protect myself or not. Now, if I bought gold a year ago, and the U.S. and the Canadian dollars lost 30%, I'm doing very well. Because gold right now, to buy it, is close to $1,800 an ounce, which is close to an all-time high. We had an example, um, a client who has a, a TFSA account, and he bought, I think, 20 ounces of silver, and his average price... 2,000, 2,000 ounces. 2,000 ounces, right, sorry. Uh, 16 bars, 2 bars, 2 bars. And his average price was about $15. He sold some bars off last week at 2022, and he sold some bars off today at $19 in his TFSA. Nice return. Yeah. You know, if he believes there's a dip, that's great. I mean, he's still taking money off the table. Um, my feeling is I think silver has got a, a larger, bigger upside than it is downside. We're waiting for the Fed meeting on, on the 21st of this month. The market is in a lull. 18% right now uh, believe that there's an 18% chance that the Fed will raise interest rates. So that's 82% against. That's four to one odds to me. I like the odds that they're not going to raise interest rates. I think you're going to see silver move up from the $19 range to about $20, dollars $21. We get two closes above $21. You better hold on to your seat because I think you're going to see $25 real quick. To put your money into a, whether it's an RSP, a TFSA, or even if you're going to put product into the depository. You know, the cost of storing product in our depository is about one-tenth of one percent per month on the value of the metal. Silver has to go up, I think, 17 cents, Jeremy, 20 cents to cover your costs on silver. For a year. For a year. Yep. Do you think silver is going to go up from $19 right now to $19.20? Because... This is the time to get into the market, buy some silver, buy some gold. Whether you take it home, you don't want to pay the one-tenth of one percent because you think, well, why should I? I've got a safe in the bottom of my or a basement and I can hide it in the walls. Not the smartest thing to do in the world. We believe, you know, you're only covered in insurance for about 1500 on your home insurance. So why would you put ten, twenty thousand dollars worth of product in your house and put your family at risk if somebody knows you've got it. Personally, I don't have a nickel's worth of gold or silver at home. I don't need to keep it. I've got a safe, secure depository, which my product is secure. It's allocated and segregated to me. We try to tell our customers to do the same thing. Plus, you don't have to move it. Yeah, and I think... I, Plus, you've got the easy to sell it on a phone. Totally. Uh, for, for us, what we find is, is, is clients who come to the depository and and audit their, their product personally and see the security and understand that this vault is specifically catered towards protecting physical bullion, it, it all it all clicks into place for them and, and they, they become very confident. Usually it's, uh, we, we often bring our clients who have RSP accounts and they'll come to the depository, they'll audit their product, they'll see the security of the facility, they'll see that their product was there, that they audit it against the, their inventory reports and they'll call, they usually call us the next day and they'll say, you know what, I'd like to open a, a TFSA account. And, uh, you know, that just shows that, that, the first thing to understand is that it is a secure facility, that it's an independent facility as well. It has nothing 
to do with the bank. It's got no partnership with the bank. It's not owned by a bank. It's independent. Outside the so, system. Yeah, I mean, look, for example, on 9-11 when the banks closed down, vaults were open, right? right? So you can call up, make an appointment, and come. And we had, we had that this week. We had a client who decided, you know what? I want to take it home. Set up the set up the appointment. He went to the depository and picked up his product and our, and of literally course, physically picked it up. That's the beauty. That's the best part of it. No penalty. We don't we don't hold anybody. It's your product. You do with it what you want. So if you want to store it there, great. If you want to take it home, no problem. It's not for everybody. But uh, we also do the. It's the same facility that holds the product for our RSPs and for Liras right. and Riffs. And one of the most popular products that we have is the Lira. And just to understand that anyone can move an RSP from an existing institution over to holding it with Questrade for the purposes of buying precious metals. And that process takes about two weeks, and there's no penalty to do it. It stays within the registered account the entire time. And that Guildhall assists clients through that process. We handle it every step of the way so that the client isn't receiving an email and saying, oh, I've done something wrong. What do I do? I mean, even this past week, uh, just as an example, Franca was saying, oh, this client's having an issue with a transfer. She got on the phone, dealt with it with Questrade. The client was none the wiser. Nice. Franca handled the whole thing. And this is what we do for our clients. We think it should be easy, and we know part of the reason why you're not looking at your RSP portfolio and making the changes that you need to make is because you know it's going to be a hassle. You know, oh, I don't want to make the change, or i got to go to the bank and fill out some forms and all of these things. Well, look. That's good whining. I know. That's <laughs> Listen, I've done it myself. It's customer whining. Yeah, I've done it myself. <laughs> I know what it feels like, but we make it very easy. We make the process very simple and we take care of all of the details for you. So if you want to own physical product in your portfolio, Paul was talking about the cost of doing business. There's no management fees. You know, to hold to hold this product in a in a in a fund for instance where there's management involved, the the fees can be twice the price or three times the price. But because this is your own product, it's just the storage fee. But very safe People want that to know that there's zero counterparty risk. That's the main focus here. If you want to insure your, your portfolio, you want to grow your wealth, you want to know that there's zero counterparty risk. Stock prices go down, nothing's going to happen to your gold. Banks go go on a holiday, nothing's going to happen to your product. And well, that's the security that people Fargo want. in the next segment because there's a typical example uh, where you know they opened up two million accounts and people were being charged for credit cards, savings accounts, whatever, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they don't. The president and the CEO doesn't know that they're paying bonuses to people to open up two million accounts. Give me a break. What other banks? Whether it's Bank of America, Citibank, all these banks all follow in suit, and I think um, this is really going to come out into the open. Just finding somebody $180 million doesn't answer the you know the problems and the questions. one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom We're going to switch over to a uh, great part of the show. We love the diamond segment. I will give you a heads up, and I know Paul will talk more about this. Uh, you purchase a pink diamond now till the end of the year. You receive a pair of diamond stud earrings. More details on that coming up very shortly right here on The Real Money Show. Talk radio, AM 640.
1-877-8-SILVER-GUILDHALL-DIAMONDS.COM for the purpose of this segment, Jeremy. And uh, Paul uh, handed this to me when we first got in the show here this morning, and that is uh, purchase a pink diamond now till the end of the year and receive a pair of diamond stud earrings. How amazing a deal is that going to be? Well, we always do something, you know, every uh, holiday season. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, not only are you getting a great investment, but you're getting something of value. Um, You know, the the diamond studs are, are really high quality white diamond studs ranging from just under a carat um, because it's on pink diamonds and we have diamonds starting at you know around about 35,000 for example we've got a brand new st- stock that's going on to the website uh, this week for example a 0.25 deep pink VVS1 nice. uh, stunning stone for around about $34,000 VVS1 in a pink is almost impossible to find because, first of all, most of the pinks that come out of the ground come from the Argyle mine. 90% of the world's pinks come from the Argyle, yet it's only one-tenth of 1% of their total production. Most of the diamonds are SI1, I1, which means they're imperfect diamonds. You can see the inclusions to the naked eye. A VS quality stone, you need a jeweler's loop of 10 times magnification. For a VVS1 or VVS2, you need 40 times, you know, yeah. to, to, to even find, you know, the, the inclusion with a trained eye and you know what you're looking at. So we have a 0.25 deep pink, which is gorgeous, gorgeous stone in a radiant cut. I've also got a 0.26. It's almost a matching pair. Deep pink again, VVS2. Great, great quality. In the $34,000 range. So when you buy a diamond like this, you're going to get a beautiful set of diamond studs in the value of around about $5,000. Now, we also have Argyle Pink on the website for three quarters of a million dollars. Yeah, what's that all about? We're not going to give you a $5,000 pair of studs on a $750,000 diamond. You're going to get something that's absolutely exquisite or we'll make you up something to your satisfaction and what's something you would like. So this is a great, great time to not only make an investment in a pink diamond, but to get something, you know, for the wife that's going to be really, really nice, a beautiful set of studs. You know, just under a carat, we go up to much bigger diamonds for, you know, the larger uh, pink diamonds. But this is, you have to look at the Argyle pinks. You have to look at the other pinks. Some of the Argyle pinks or some of the stones we have on that don't say Argyle but are pink. We know they're from the Argyle mine, but they've been recut. And why we say they've been recut, they've lost the insignia that says Argyle on it. So therefore, um, when the stone is recut and you lose that insignia, we have to come down a little bit in price. But the quality of the diamond uh, is still there. We can always tell an Argyle pink because of the colors um, they're very strong. They're pinks. They're purposely pinks. Diamonds, the pinks that come from parts of South Africa and from Brazil, are more pastel colors, very lighter bubblegum type colors, whereas the other pinks, they're more what we call raspberry, strawberry color pinks, and they're incredible, incredible diamonds. This is an investment that when you're buying a pink diamond, you know, you need to make this investment, hold it for 5, 10, 15 years. If you're looking to retire, you're looking to put your kids through school education-wise, you know, some of these stones can actually double and triple in price. We know this for a fact. I've just 
you know, made a purchase on a stone personally myself, you know, I paid $350,000 for a stone. Last year, I would have paid two hundred forty-five, two hundred fifty thousand. But I know the value of the diamond. I know the argyle pinks are going through the roof. The mine is going to be closing um, basically in 2018, 2019. Um, you know, and this is such a great, great investment to make. It's the same thing if you go to our website, uh, guildhalldiamonds.com, you're going to see an unbelievable amount of internally flawless yellow diamonds. Now, for us, yellow is the next color down from pink. Make great, great investments, but you can get into a yellow diamond as a starter, whether it's a fancy, intense, or vivid, but you can get into the market for around about thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars $14,000. The return on investment may be on a fancy, maybe 6 7% a year. Um, on a, an intense diamond, internally flawless, you may get 12 to 14% a year. On a Vivid, you can get 30 to 35% a year if you can find a Vivid diamond. Um, we belong to the NCDIA. We belong to the Colored Diamond Research Foundation that we get reports on the type of diamonds that we sell. For example, on a one to three carat, Vivid internally flawless, there's only maybe six to eight diamonds of this quality mined every year. There's about ten to 14,000 stones that come out of the ground to come up with a vivid of that quality. Now, to mine a vivid internally flawless, for example, you may have to mine 100,000 carats of white to equal that one carat vivid. So what we're talking about is rarity. Um, we're talking about an investment that is not day trading. You don't day trade your house. You don't have to day trade a diamond. You buy a diamond to put away, to protect your wealth, to get a great investment. It's something that you shouldn't have to worry about. Natural fancy colored diamonds of investment quality have never dropped in price in 40 years since they've been keeping records. They do increase in value. If you look at the auction prices at auctions today, uh, diamonds that have been in people's family, and we're talking about big diamonds, and I'm not challenging anybody's pocketbook, but they're going for $50, $60 million that maybe were purchased for $15, $20 million 10, 15 years ago, a little longer than that. People are worried about fiat currency. People are worried about paper. You need to have a hard asset like diamonds, like gold, like silver, to protect your capital. We're not telling you to sell everything off and buy diamonds and buy gold and silver, but have something in your portfolio that is portable wealth. Natural fancy color diamonds is portable wealth. It's not an asset that's liquid that you can sell on a phone call. That's absolutely true. The point of holding a colored diamond is to hold it. Let it continue to accrue value year over year. It's something that the longer you hold it, the more it's going to accrue value. If, you're, if, if liquidity is part of the equation for making an investment, then definitely look at a hard asset like gold and silver that's, that you can just comfortably sell on a phone call. Why do you recut? We, we've talked about this in past shows. Why do they recut? With pink diamonds, there, there's a bit of a cottage industry in a way of recutting pink diamonds to try to get whether it's a little bit better clarity or a little bit stronger color because it, these small little things in a pink diamond can make big, big differences in the economy of the diamond. So what happens often, and we see it every year at the tender, is 
the site holders will go in, they'll look at all the diamonds, they'll try to find a diamond that they can, if they can just lose two, two points, so two, two points of a, of a full carat, mm-hmm. uh, 2% of the full carat, and, and go from VS to VVS, I mean, Paul, you can see what what are the numbers between a VS and a VVS on a pink diamond? They're huge, right? Correct, absolutely. But it, again, it's someone with a trained eye. For example, when when I go to an argyle tender, they've already cut and polished the best fifty-five, sixty stones that they've produced. Well, you know, if they had a stone, for example, that was SI one or SI two, and they've cut and polished it down to a VS, a VS two. Well, out of 55 stones, you only see 10 or 11 that are VS at any tender. That's VS stones are really hard to find. So a smart jeweler, a smart buyer of diamonds that has a great cutter in his pocket will take an SI1 and say, I can turn that into a VS. I may lose 5% of the diamond, but it all depends where that inclusion is and the type of inclusion. If it's just a surface, it could be polished out. Uh, if it's on the girdle, it really doesn't matter. That's the side of the diamond. You know, they can polish it out. If there's certain inclusions that you can't polish out, naturals, they're indentations in the stone. You keep polishing and polishing. It's like having a knot in a piece of wood. You keep on shaving it and shaving it. Guess what? You just finish up with shavings because it's still, <laughs> you're going to ruin the cost of a diamond. When you buy a natural fancy colored diamond, the first thing, and I was taught this by... Um, somebody, uh, the Rachmanoff family, been in the business for over 100 years, they said to me, when you're buying a natural fancy colored diamond, the first thing you're buying is a colored diamond. You're buying that color. You know, inclusions are really not that important. They are important if it's an SI1, SI2, or I3, because that's a lot of inclusions. But if it's a VS stone, a VVS stone, and you can risk... And you are taking a risk. If you've got a stone that's two, $300,000 and you start polishing or you start cutting and you cleave that stone, that stone can get cut in half and you've lost an awful lot of money. Right. So it has to be an artisan, somebody that understands you know, cutting and polishing. But it is important. And we do get some recut diamonds. We deal with some of the best people in the business that know how to take a diamond and get the best of the best out of that diamond. So that's what we're looking for, to bring to our clients something of value. As I said earlier, you know, to hold a diamond, you need to have an investment to say, well, I'm not worried about this investment. I know it's going to increase in value. All I want to do is put this aside and take advantage of the increased value of this product. Natural fancy colored diamonds are becoming rarer and rarer, especially in the pinks. There is no new mines coming online. This is not a turnkey operation where you just turn a key and out pops a pink diamond. You have to mine millions and millions of pounds of gravel and dirt to come up and find a small uncut stone. Then it has to be polished. There's something like 67 people handle that stone before it gets to you as a finished item. We bring to you at Guildhall the best of the best. We bring you investment grade. We don't sell anything that's not investment grade because we're in this business for the long term. We're a Canadian company, a family business, and we're going to be around for a long, long time. 
whether it's my family, my son, my daughter, whether it's my granddaughter is going to be in the business, we're going to be around for a long time, and we want you to make money by owning a natural fancy colored diamond. What other reasons why am I choosing Guildhall, Jeremy? Yeah, I mean, listen, we are a family, family company, but beyond that, there's a few, a few key things. Number one, we have two GIA alum on staff. One's a graduate, uh, diamond grading graduate. One is an accredited jewelry professional. This is important because part of the curriculum at GIA, probably a third of the curriculum is all about ethics and how to how to explain to, to clients, the, give them the education that they need to make an educated decision on, on a diamond. Number two, we do belong to the NCDIA and the FCRF, the Fancy Color Research Foundation. And this just goes to show that we have the uh, the nod of approval from the industry itself, which is which is a rather small and guarded industry. Then, of course, there's the fact that all of our diamonds come with that full GIA report. You don't want to be buying a diamond that has a half GIA report. That means that there may be inclu- so many inclusions that GIA couldn't map them or it was requested that GIA not map all the inclusions. And again, we're all about transparency. Of course, all of the diamonds that you see on our website, unless we are reselling a diamond that, again, we originally did, uh, did acquire, are all owned by Guildhall, meaning that we've gone out and personally invested in those diamonds before we've decided to, to sell them to the public. And that says a lot too. You know, Paul's always talking about putting skin in the game. You know, that is true having skin in the game. We're not buying off of a sheet of some wholesaler where where we're saying, well, I can get this or I can get that. It's no, these are what we've gone out. We've put put our faith into these diamonds and are are backing that with our knowledge. So I think you've got the accreditations. You've got the, the, the financing behind it. Uh, the fact that we own all of them. And uh, and of course we do tr- we do educate our clients. So we have a, a a buyer's guide for anyone who's interested in learning more about what it what to look for when buying a natural fancy colored diamond. It's a ten step buying guide. And we'd be more than happy to send that to anyone who wants to get in touch. Just go to guildhalldiamonds.com. Or call that number, one eight seven seven eight silver And a reminder, as we go into a, a short break here, when you purchase a pink diamond, as Paul mentioned, receive a pair of diamond study earrings. Absolute beauty. Is that till the end of the year? Lots more of the Real Money Show is coming right up. Hang in there. Talk radio, AM 640. 1-877-8-SILVER. Online to guildhallwealth.com. Jeremy, we want to get right into this. This is fairly new, but it's up and running. It's doing extremely well. It's on your website. It is the e-store. Right. Guildhallpreciousmetals.com. We've launched a new e-store making it easier than ever to acquire your physical precious metals. This is great for people who want to put a toe in the water, just get started, see what the process is like about buying some precious metals. Um, It's great if you want to buy some 10-ounce bars or a few uh, 1-ounce bars of silver, some maples, get that into your portfolio. Again, go through the process, see what it's like. And we've started to bring some new products to Guildhall, which you can see on the e-store again at guildhallpreciousmetals.com. Things like the the kilo bar of silver. This has nice. fast become one of the most popular products that we have because it it obviously bridges the, gra- the gap between owning 10-ounce bars and getting up to that big 100-ounce bar. Uh, beautiful packaging. Not it's not beautiful packaging, but it's great little packaging that's easy to stack. Um, really nice, shiny bars. So again, this is a very popular product. We're bringing in some new gold products 
to the e-store as well as to Guildhall. But again, they're going to be seen on, on the e-store. And another great reason to register to the e-store is that it makes it really easy to get it part of your part of your ongoing cycle of getting acquiring precious metals on a monthly basis. We have a monthly buyer's program. for but, but for anyone who wants to save their money by putting it into a hard asset, this is a great way to do it on a regular basis. You register to the e-store and then once every every month or once every few weeks you go on, you order uh, you know, your 10 ounce bar or a few ounces of nice. silver and what we often do is we'll hold that for for a little while till it gets large enough to either ship it to you or that it's worth, you know, driving to to Markham to pick up your product because not not everyone wants to just make a drive halfway across the city for for 10 ounces, but once yep. it's built up to 50 ounces it, it can make sense. So that's just one of the services that we offer for our clients as well, but go to the go to the e-store, see what type of product we have. Obviously very competitive pricing, guildhallpreciousmetals.com. The interesting thing is, as Jeremy said, the kilo bar is is really become one of our biggest selling items. You know, a kilo is thirty two point fifteen ounces, so it's just over three ten ounce bars, but you're getting that in one bar. We're also got an exciting new product. Um, it's actually from Pamp, uh, out of Switzerland, where we call it the portfolio set. Um, what it is is four two and a half grams of silver. Four two and a half grams of platinum, four two and a half grams of gold, and four two and a half grams of palladium. It's all on one sheet, so there's twenty, really cool. twenty different bars on one sheet. Um, it's going to be available uh, within the next week or so. So if you're not sure whether you want to get into silver, whether you want to get gold, or whether you want to buy a little platinum or palladium, we can do this all on one sheet, and it's a terrific way. You know, even if you want to give a gift to someone, you just snap off a two and a half gram. Uh, silver or two and a half gram gold or whatever and give it to your kids or grandkids it's a a terrific terrific investment but as jeremy said we've made it very very easy you know you can even get into our silver our combo packs where you can buy as little as 22 ounces of silver you get a 10 ounce bar uh, 10 maples and two one ounce bars we do a 50 ounce combo a 100 ounce combo and a 200-ounce combo, which is really, uh, you know, a 100-ounce bar, 50 maples, and five 10-ounce bars. But you're getting an assortment of each metal. Um, and again, when you've accumulated a little bit of product, you don't want to keep it at home. It's too hard to put in a safe deposit box. If you're going to put a 1,000 ounces of silver, that's 70 pounds. So, you know, 10 100-ounce bars, it fills up a box pretty quickly. So that's the type of product that you want to be able to put in the depository. You know, you've got your bar numbers, um, and all you have to do is just make that phone call. Or check out guildhallwealth.com, or as Jeremy mentioned, guildhallpreciousmetals.com to get started. The number anytime, one eight seven seven eight silver And on the diamond side of things, as mentioned off the top, when you purchase a pink diamond through Guildhall, you'll receive a pair of diamond stud earrings as well. That's till the end of the year. More details on the website. Till next time, this has been The Real Money Show, Talk Radio, AM640.